life on the road. It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and fees, fights, cancel flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette, <laughs> drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow more missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone. One big law and order marathon. That's not really real, is it? You don't get comedy. Yeah, you know, you you, you're dating a comic. Aren't you don't you? get that. You, don't. you know, he's been telling the same. Your boyfriend's been telling the same joke since <laughs> you know, your 2005. Your boyfriend really doesn't right? live with his parents. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, his mom still doesn't do his laundry, right? <laughs> but I, yeah, I'll talk a little bit more about that. Does everybody know what we're doing today? Yes. Okay, great. I think so. Yes, just sir. Double check all my. Yes, I'm just sir. here to support. Oh, you are? Yeah. Oh. I'm not going to talk. We have a story. Oh, we do have a oh, story. Oh, you do? Together. Yeah. That's what I was really hoping for. We do. We come prepared. We have two pretty good stories. When, remember we were broken up when we went to Ohio? Oh, yeah. Oh, don't, don't, don't ruin it. Don't, okay, don't, okay. don't, don't ruin the Is that okay us. if I say that we broke up? Sure. Oh, boy. Oh, this sure, is great. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in the Road Stories Podcast, everybody. Stopping a fight. <laughs> uh, part of All Things Comedy Network. Thanks for tuning in today. Beautiful day, Sunday afternoon. I'm sick. I'm sick. Um, thank you, guys. You'll probably leave sick also, so you have that going for you. Um, yeah, man. I just... and uh, My kid just gets me... It's, it sounds so cliche, but it's so fucking true. I, and my wife, who has like the fucking immune system of a horse, she's been sick four times before the kid came, and she's like sick every other week. Oh God! They just and they for some reason they just my kid will not like kiss me or anything unless he's just got a mouthful of snot and and just hey daddy. <laughs> Do you ever just look at your kid and you're like, get that snot off your fucking face? Like, do you ever do that? Like, <laughs> I'm looking at you. I'm thinking the same thing. <laughs> I just imagine, like, mustache. sometimes you see these, like, kids with just, like, ugh, just that, like, dried up snot. You're oh, just well, like, that's ugh. bad. I don't let my kid run away with crusty snot. Get a baby wipe face. and fix that kid. That's bad parenting. I try to do it, and I'm not even a parent. I just go around <laughs> with baby wipes wiping kids' snotty faces and off. Your ass. And yeah. that's why you're not. Yeah, that's a perk. <laughs> um, real quick introductions. Uh, uh, Renee Gauthier uh, joins us he today. Did it on purpose. <laughs> did anybody ever fuck your name up? Are you kidding? All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> Gautier, right? Gautier. Gautier. Okay, excellent. She's back. Second time. Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> Looking good? Yeah, thank you. Did you dye your hair? Uh, it's been this color for a long okay. time, but yeah, like it. it's, it's black. like it. I like it. It says a lot about you. Thank Joining you. her is, uh, for the first time, Yes, is Marty DeRosa, fresh off the boat from fresh Chicago. Fresh off the boat. Right? You took a boat I here. I took a boat here. <laughs> I did. So I took so oh. long. So yep. let me map how many rivers that would be. I, well, I was in the back of a truck, but I took a boat here. Okay, cool. I, I, there was a guy who was very wealthy. He was shipping a boat out here from Lake Michigan. And I was hired uh, on Craigslist to just guard the boat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just sleep in the quarters. Oh, awesome. And, and uh, yeah, so here I am. <clears throat> Great. Well, I'm glad you guys uh, could join us today Thank uh, you. on the podcast. Um, so, all right. Uh, first of all, uh, chime in if you want. Uh, thanks to everybody who came out to La Jolla Thursday night. Um, great turnout for Comics on Safari. It was awesome. It was me, Graham Elwood, Chicago guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim Lee. No Tim Lee? No. Nope. Tim Lee? San Francisco <laughs> guy. Uh, a local comic out of La Jolla. And Allison Breen. You guys know Allison mm-hmm. Breen? Okay, there you go. So it was I love a good Allison show. Brain. Yeah, she's a sweetheart. Yes. Uh, it was a good show. How about this for a rough road story? 
Yeah. Right? Out of the gate. Ready? <laughs> uh, got up, drove down to Trestles, surfed for two and a half hours, went to the condo, took a shower, had Mexican food and margaritas, and did a show. Are you okay? Life was rough. <laughs> That's <laughs> was, the worst story I've ever heard. I, I, How do I you? almost quit. How do you do it? I almost quit comedy. And Wait. I sold, and I sold five CDs. And I almost to, quit comedy. Did you have to pay for your own margaritas? What? Did you have to pay for no, your own No, Tim mar- Lee bought them. Uh, thank you very much, Tim Oh, Lee. okay. So, I was going to say, I'm man, surprised man. you didn't quit. You live a charmed life. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good time, and we're going to be back in August. So uh, I hope to see uh, more uh, people out. And uh, it was a good time. Sponsored by Quicksilver, I always have to say. Uh, let's start it off rough, though. Fucking, all right. My neighbor back here mm-hmm. uh, decides to, what are we 20 yards away, maybe? That's, that's oh, the garage. Yeah, that's, and mm-hmm. then after that. <laughs> I was like, that's real close. <laughs> after the garage. Decides to sandblast their house without telling any of the neighbors. Do you know what sandblasting is like? Do you yeah. Know? yeah. It's, it's, it's like power washing your giant. Yeah. Sand and water blasting off, you know, 80 year old stucco on their house. What time did they start? Uh, about eight. Fuck. Without. Telling anybody or like putting up covering. So I, I like, what is that noise? And I'm watching all this white sand and plaster and everything flying in my backyard in the pool. So I had to go talk to the guys and they're like, oh, sorry, we didn't know. She was supposed to tell us who had a pool and she was supposed to tell you that we were doing it. I'm like, well, she didn't. She didn't. It was flying in your pool. Yeah. That's infuriating. Oh, man, I was so. And then I'm just mad you have a pool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I'm sorry. I just blacked out when you said you had a freaking pool. Can we swear? Yeah, you can. You almost tripped in it on the way in. You didn't I notice know. it. Yeah. Well, it was, co- it was surrounded by a screening to save your child. I assume. Yes. Yeah. Even more infuriating <laughs> as a little cute baby boy. I mean, get over yourself. God, I'm sorry. I don't even know. What, uh, oh, so then I had to write a note to my neighbor. Mm. No ma- a note, no, a sternly written note. I, no, listen, this is what I've figured out. No matter how nice your note, and I've tried to make my notes very nice, it basically reads, we're at war. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, no matter how many please and thank yous. In I like you would say, we're at, and then it had like a one box for like a party, <laughs> you know, like, uh, oh, and then war, and you just have war like underlined 800 times. <laughs> a party. <laughs> So that's what I was dealing with uh, all morning. But the sandblasting has stopped, so now I can record. Oh, this happened today? This was the other day. Oh, the other but day. The, but it was, I couldn't get it. It lasted for three days. Oh, my gosh. And so I wouldn't have written the note if I would, like, because the guys were How like, did it look, though, the finished product? It looked like it got sandblasted. It looks okay. like somebody tried to light it on fire, but realized they couldn't uh, light cement on fire. Yeah. I'm going to have to go look at that house on the way out. Yeah, just fucking give them the finger. I'm going to be like, looks like someone sandblasted your house. Yeah. Hey, Looks Sam like blast shit. my ass, pal. Yeah. <laughs> I love that, that insult of obviousness. Oh, it looks like somebody Sam blasted your house. <laughs> it looks like shit. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Hope you made money. <clears throat> so here we are back in the studios um, with uh, Marty and uh, uh, Renee. And uh, I'm glad to have Marty on the show for this very reason. Countless times my listeners have heard me talk about the night... I ate shit in Chicago. Hmm. And that night- <laughs> to be to be fair, Schomburg. Okay. <laughs> Schomburg, Illinois. To be fair, the streets of Woodfield, okay, the Woodfield right, Mall. Right, well, okay. It's I actually Woodfield, not yeah. streets of Woodfield. Streets Woodfield's across the street. Across the street. Yeah. I'm sorry. sorry. That's the mall across the street. <laughs> Is that the mall? Is that yeah, the, the, the mall we we were at was the Woodfield Mall. Okay. 
uh, in Schaumburg, Illinois. You're right next to the P.F. Changs. Oh, I know. I eat there every time. Yeah. I get very. I'm more excited about P.F. Changs than I'm working Who at the Improv. It? Yeah, but then right next door, there's another mall called the Streets of Woodfield. Oh, where is that? There's just right next door. Oh, okay. And there's like a Lego Land. And Maggiano. Maggiano. Oh, I walked through there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. By the way, no entrance from the mall no. to the club. No. Which is a huge Very weird. mistake, right? Very weird. I yeah. would imagine... Get some walk-up traffic. Yeah, maybe, maybe fill in. A Unless they probably just like you just have people like, "What's going on here? What's this?" And then, uh, okay, go down the hall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Turn yeah. left. Take yeah. the elevator down. Walk. It's out one of the, the weirder, line. weirder comedy clubs. Yeah, yeah, you're right because Ontario Improv out here mm-hmm. uh, in California does have. I mean, I guess it's an open mall though. It's an right. outdoor mall, right? Yeah, but the entrance to the Improv at Ontario is the entrance to the mall. Right. Right, so right, right. This it's just weird. Schaumburg is, the entrance is over there, and the mall is over there, and uh, all that. So let's get to the important part yeah, where we you met made there. shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it was, <laughs> I was split in a week with Regan. Brian Regan did uh-huh. Thursday, Friday, and then I did Saturday, Sunday, and uh, Marty and I did Saturday and Sunday. And uh, first show I remember was fine. It was great. First show's packed. Second show, apparently, the Blackhawks were in double overtime. Okay. I remember this very well. <laughs> this is how every show I've ever done, there's always some Chicago sports thing oh, happening. Right. And it was like, remember the one show we did? And it was either like, yeah, the Bulls were about to lose or the Blackhawks or something. Yeah. And it was it was just, for me, I don't know about but it was just a parade of dudes getting up and walking out to the bar. Right. And that's the thing, too, the where it's like you're at a comedy show. And there's grown men in Blackhawks jerseys. It's like, what are you doing here? Yeah. Like, if there was WrestleMania going on, I wouldn't show up right. with a, an NWO shirt <laughs> being like, God damn, why am I here? And like the fact that you're at something you don't want to be at, but yet you're still like one act of defiance of wearing a hockey jersey. Be like, I'm going to go and protest. Right. I'm wearing my, and I know it's a hockey sweater. My friends would kill me, but you know, <laughs> hockey sweater. I'm going to wear my hockey sweater. Okay. It's um, not a jersey. No, it's your, a sweater. Your hockey pullover wasn't clean. No, no. <laughs> but yeah, but to come there and be like, why are you here? Why? I know, I know. What are you and doing talk here? Talk to your girlfriend or wife and just say, listen, one night. Come one on. night. Make it a girl's night. Out. Yeah. The, 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 the yeah. Hawks are. are and what, were the TVs on at the improv? In the, yeah. no, in the, you could leave the, the showroom and in that's the bar. In, that's infuriating in itself why have that opportunity or option running a comedy show well at least i mean because a lot of the shows i i do or have done there'll be the tv on in the room you're actually in so it's like hey you know what i'm okay with that like they could have lowered the big screen that they play the like todd glass welcome to the improv turn your phone off uh they could have at least not put that down and then played the game behind us that's yeah that's have you ever had those yeah oh yeah of course i've had it where i was watching Oh, one year the Olympics, this <laughs> little Asian girl was flying through the air, and I was just like, "You have to be more specific." Oh my God, you are just—I forget her name. I, you're oh, you're more specific me. on the year. Oh, I don't know what year this was. It was the Summer Olympics, and this <sighs> this gymnastic contest was going on, and I was watching it out of the corner of my eye. A gymnastic contest? Yeah. Okay. It was a competition. In competition, gymnastics. not a contest. Yeah. Were they wearing no, their no. gymnastic sweaters? They were. <laughs> they they were wearing their sweaters, uh, which is the proper sweaters. attire uh, terminology <laughs> for the proper attire. <laughs> But yeah, so at least there were no TVs on oh, no, in I've, the, the I've, room. I remember they I was doing a show and there was a, a boxing match going on that they were going to turn off that everybody was there to see to start the show. Mm-hmm. Like, no, no, we wait. No, we're going to there's either going to fight on the screen or I'm going to get punched out. So. <laughs> or there's nothing where like you do a punchline and then you hear like off in the distance like, oh, and you're like. 
oh, that's not for me, right? <laughs> that's not. No. And then you see all these people cheering on a screen. Oh, okay. Because they hit the game winning shot. That's not for me. Okay. The, oh, during the setup is also mm-hmm. good, too. Mm-hmm. So everybody has no idea what your punchline means. Yes. This is how bad that night was. Sunday night had 40 people in the audience. And it's a and giant it was a blast. room. <laughs> and it, yeah, it seats like yeah. 500 people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that was a blast. Mm-hmm. This had at least 180, <laughs> 200 people. 170 did not want to be there. God. And it was just like, it was pulling teeth for me. I don't know. Do you That's, even remember that? I don't. I remember uh, I remember doing the shows with you. Right. But I, I just remember kind of like, that's a place where it's just so big, especially on a Sunday. I'm just like, you don't want to be here? I don't want to be here. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a weird, it's like, they're eating dinner. I'm like, look, I know you guys don't want to be here. I don't want to be here either. It's like, I had fun on Thursday. I right. had fun on Friday. I had fun on Saturday. It's Sunday. I, I don't want to be here too. I'm sick of driving to Schaumburg. I get it. You how, know? Far, how far away is Chicago from Schaumburg? You got, I mean, it's like 45 minutes because there's always traffic sure. and stuff. It's right. like, it's not fun. That's the shitty thing about, and I actually enjoy uh playing uh, Schaumburg a lot. I like that room a lot. Um, but I never... Don't burn your get, bridge. I know, right? <laughs> Is Stephanie listening? Uh, let me be clear. Uh, I really love it. It's beautiful. No, but I never get to see Chicago right? because I don't have enough time and I'm not going to call, hey, come in at nine this morning, pick me up, take me to Chicago to sure. drive back out or anybody else. Nobody's going to do yeah, that. Yeah, you're kind of just stuck there. That's... Yeah, it's like... Just kind of stuck what, there where do you mall. stay? You're landlocked. You stay... You stay in Schaumburg, I uh, Yeah, say. they have a hotel right across the street. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's a nice hotel. And the, yeah. wait, the wait staff's awesome. They always, I always hook them up with tickets and stuff. Schaumburg is the equivalent to Burbank. Yeah. It is Burbank. I think there's more to do in Burbank. I well, think there's more to do in Burbank. You do? Burbank, California. Burbank, California. In Schaumburg, you go to that mall or... There's nothing. a ton... No, no, there's a ton to do. I mean, I guess... I, I guess you have a car. Do you have a car when you're there? Uh, generally no. Oh, yeah. but Allison Breen, speaking of which, was in uh, a contest in Chicago. Oh yeah, and got bumped out. Was that out. the same time? Yeah, yeah. Because I remember her telling me about that. Oh okay. She got bumped out and then went and did a quick spot, right? Yeah, she, she came down and did guest spots for the weekend, and, yeah. she, and she drove me around. Oh nice. Yeah, she's good like that. Yeah, she was great, and she and I'm probably gonna if anybody works for Hertz is listening, <laughs> disregard this. But she. Left on Sunday, so I drove her to the airport. She let me use her rental car. Oh, nice. And drove myself to the airport. Right now, some guy at Hertz is like, oh, fuck no. And he's like getting his computer out <laughs> yeah, to oh, retro charge her. B-R-E-E-N. You just spelled it for him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, dude, I'm the worst friend ever. To be ever. fair, she goes by Allie to me. So All right. Well, now, maybe that'll now be they a know. Little, now they know. Now you just, we both threw Breen under the bus. They don't know how to spell Allison. <laughs> People really can be thrown off by the spelling. Two L's, one L. I don't know. O-N-E-N. I don't know. And I remember... I went in a day early to watch Regan because mm-hmm. why not? Yeah, of course. Um, and Allison came down. I guess she had just gotten booted out, so she came down that night, and we're sitting in the back. And you know, they always take care of me and everything. They gave her drinks and dinner or whatever. And you know, the sound guy David is of, hey, who's that? Who's that? Who's that? <laughs> at one point, I'm just like, you know, everybody here thinks we're fucking, right? And she's like, I know, I get that all the time. So, to which obviously we get that a lot too. Which brings us to you guys mm. who are fucking. Wow. <laughs> right now, as as we First speak. First of all, you don't know that. Uh, that's true. That's true. That's true. It has been a long time. Yeah. Um, so this is great. I've, I've had one couple on who are comics before. Roseanne and Tom Arnold back in the day. <laughs> it was your third episode. Third episode. I it was, believe. It was going good. Yeah. 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 
You'd ship them out on cassette tapes, which I thought was very <laughs> punk rock of you. It was very DIY. I still do that. And you're the person that might have called it a podcast, which I was always like, how did he know? What is that? How, how did, did he know? know? This is just yeah. a mixtape. Yeah. Uh, who was it? It was Shane Moss and April Macy. Okay. We're on here. I think they're still together. Oh. I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't know. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard they're not. I've heard they're not. All right. Well. I don't even know who you're talking about. Uh, but who knows? Who am I to say? I don't know shit. They had a great fight on here. They did? Yeah, they had a couple fight. So probably they probably still aren't together. Now that I think about it. That what was that fight about? I don't remember. You know, they were just, if you know Shane and April, they're very they're comics. They're very outspoken. And sure. it was it was a fight, but it was in fun, but it was mm-hmm. still a little like should they leave you trick. guys alone here for a minute? Wow. <laughs> That's like what you did for them is what a lot of reality shows have done for couples. They expose it earlier. Wow. And then they end it. Renee, you know tell I mean? speaking, telling truth here, man. I can hey. pull in the curtain back. Like a Just like a like you. a bachelor type of situation, like a housewife situation. Oh, a lot of divorces okay. and breakups. They get to watch themselves and see, like, oh, my husband is a dick. Hulk Hogan has said Hogan knows best ruined his life. Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah. Of course it did. It, exposed it ruined his crap. life. His <laughs> wife left him for like a nineteen-year-old. His oh, wow. son uh, put his friend in a coma for life by like street racing and. Uh, yeah, all his money was gone, and yeah, it was like the beginning of the end. Oh, poor Thunderlips. I had no well, idea. Like, He's going to do all right. He's going to sue Gawker and get $100 million. Really? What did yeah. Gawker do to him? They aired his sex tape. Really? He, un- unknown to him, uh, and this is why you're not should never be friends with a guy named Bubba the Love Sponge, because what? <laughs> <laughs> if that wasn't a red flag... Hey, what's up? I'm Terry. This is my buddy Bubba the Love Sponge. Uh, I don't know. In that scenario, Hogan goes by his real name, but he calls his friend by his radio name. He was like a a, a, a DJ who was like just this like the wacky like f- Florida guy. Sure. And um, uh, they became friends. And apparently, he and his wife were like swingers or something. Uh, and um, all right, take it down, Renee. He had his wife have sex with Terry Hulk. Uh, Mr. Hulk Mr. Hulk Hogan and uh, unbeknownst to Hogan the room was all set up with video cameras and they recorded this and and Hogan did not know because he's like apologizing for his performance. He's like, <laughs> oh, I feel like a beached whale. I'm so out of shape. And uh, normally it's better. Uh, Oda Atkins way before we did this. And, and uh, somehow Gawker got its hands on it. Really? And aired it uh, or whatever was running it on their website. And uh so now there's apparently some like there was some lawsuit where Gawker won or, or something where they're like okay that but he could like put it out of business and get wow. like a hundred million dollars wow. for it which he deserves to be fair yeah I mean sure on, I wouldn't that's not cool that is so not cool if you're gonna do it and release it fine yourself but right yeah I've recorded right. so many of my friends right. having sex in my bedroom sure but they're for your private collection. but I keep it to myself and that's your bedroom that's right not theirs. right right they have no say on that so right. uh and to you know needless to say Bubba and Terry are no longer friends Ugh. Bubba the Love Sponge. Bubba the Love Sponge. We're having a party tonight. Is Who are you inviting? Yeah. Well, we got to have Bubba the Love Sponge yeah, over. Yeah. That guy is a riot. Obviously. That guy is is a he riot. a fat guy? Uh, yeah. Got to be, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> he just soaked it all up and became huge. That's all love. That's yep. 280 of love. But those buddy. two were inseparable. They were inseparable. So you like that love ripples. <laughs> yeah. Love ripples. I had oh, a... I don't know if any uh, if you guys are fans of Pink Floyd at mm-hmm. all, or sure. any of my listeners are fans of Pink Floyd. I know a few of you are. They released an album called Pulse, a live album, and it was a double. I'm looking up on my CD shelf now if it's up there. Um, it was a double album, but it had a a blinking red light on it for like the pulse, and that was just 
it was like an eye and a blinking red light. And if you looked at it, oh, it's like the Pink Floyd thing with the eye on it. At night, apparently it looks like a video camera recording. Oh, <laughs> shit. And I had a girl freak out on me, man. Just like, what is, are you doing? What are you doing with that? Like, She's no, like, no, it's a- not again. This guy in Florida named Bubba the Love Sponge <laughs> fucking recorded me. And now you. <laughs> so Murray the Love Sponge strikes again. Yeah. <laughs> so in that fucking, that thing blinked for 10 years, nine years. I think that album came out in like 90 or something. That thing blinked forever. I was really impressed. That's impressive. See, yeah. technology, we can do it. We they can. just make the batteries run out, you know? <laughs> All right, so. That would have been funny if you're like, look, if I was going to record you, I would have put some, you know, duct tape over right. it. To, put it <laughs> then you sound like I'm even more of a creep. the camera over here, idiot. <laughs> yeah, duh. It's the teddy bear nanny just cam. distraction. Teddy bear nanny cam all the time. Joke's on you. This walkie-talkie's been live the whole time. <laughs> My buddy at his house has it. Suck it. It's a big range. So I'm fascinated by comedy couples. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I dated mm. a lot of comedians. Oh. Um, which is why I'm not allowed at ladies' night, Wednesday nights at the improv anymore. Um, <laughs> but I, I dated comedians because that's all I knew. Somebody was giving me the big lecture about never date comedians if you're a comedian. Right. Um, and I remember at one point, I'm like, you know what? I'm only going to date investment bankers. Sure. Yeah. Same and bullshit. It's easier yeah. said than done. Yeah. And then I realized I don't know any investment bankers. Back to the open mic. <laughs> What's up, right, ladies? Right, I have right. a half hour. Who's with me? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> so is it, is it very competitive? Do you guys get competitive? Not at all. No. No. Nope. I think the difference, if I may, you may, is see, that see, uh, how, see how this works. Uh, no, I think the difference is is uh, we both came up in Chicago, but I left before he started. Oh. Right. Yep. And uh, we knew of each other for years, mm-hmm. but never really, when I would go home, we were never really talking, you know, we weren't really interacting. It was, so I think that that helps is like, he was doing his thing, I was doing mine. It was like, I had dated a guy who was a comic who we kind of came up at the same time. Uh-huh. That's a little different, I think, because Marty has his own his own like come up. I have my own come up. Sure. So they are not shared situations. Right, right. So I, um, do you agree with that? Yeah. And yeah. she's not uh, like uh, annoying or anything like that. Or, uh, <laughs> no, cause I've, I've, I've seen some uh, relationships where both people are comics where uh, one person's more like jealous of the other person mm-hmm. or like you can't be happy for the other person or whatever. I've dated other comics before too. And it was kind of like almost where you're just like, Oh, this thing, awesome thing happened, but I can't say anything because then they'll go, when's my awesome thing going to happen? And you're like, well, fuck, you're not as good as me, so maybe <laughs> right. never. Uh, I think that's a thing, too. I feel yeah, like we're And I think equals. she's funny. Like, it's not one of those things where you're like, you know, I know people who have dated uh, comics and they're not as funny as them. And they're yeah, just like, you. well, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> and you're just you. like, yeah, you know, what are you going to do? You've done it. Is what I meant. Yo, me, I yeah. dated a fun, not that unfunny you're not comics. Funny. I might have dated some unfunny comics. You might have, <laughs> but it's also oh. too like really? like I always say yeah. this example I'm like a restaurant, a restaurant. A lot of people date each other in restaurants, oh, right? Yeah. Uh, or like a bar or whatever. So sure. it's just who you're around, and you know, it's, and most people generally meet the person they end up with at their jobs because that's where they spend most of their time. The common ground is there. Mm, right. It's, you know, and Tinder. If like we, those are the two top. <laughs> well, they say you meet, either you meet them in school or at work. Yeah. Or I guess Tinder now. A Tinder. Yeah. And open mics are and open so, mic. your yeah. school. And it's we, your school. Yeah. Uh, but no, I've, 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 Grove in I've never, uh, I've never had the pleasure of using Tinder. Oh, neither have I. No. I it's have. just like, yeah. 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 Uh, 
I met my wife when online dating was still just for hookups and and blind sex. And you guys hooked up. And yeah, and it, it, it was blind sex. It was the blind sex. That I like that. That's a we should make that app where you have to blindfold yourself <laughs> and you go in a room and just have blind sex. And you're just like, all right, um, I that seemed great. I'll I hate to burst you your later. bubble, but I bet it's out there. Right? Yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah, I know. It's, it's like sick, creepy shit. That's it's called the glory hold, guys. Catch up. Yeah, exactly. Blind sex is already happening. Yeah. How did you meet your wife? Uh, I met my wife. I was uh, writing for this production company and this guy took a shine to me and was like we gotta hang out dude we gotta hang out and that usually just kind of freaks me out a little bit right so i just blew it off blew it off blew it off and then um his name was bubba the love yeah (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna hang out uh me and you and my wife Uh, uh, and never mind the blinking light yeah (laughs) it's pink floyd album Uh, (laughs) and then one time one day i just said like you know what if 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 this company's gonna hire me again i gotta hang out with this dude (laughs) yeah so i i went and i hung out with him and it's kind of weird and not this isn't by far not a relationship podcast but like if if i didn't go that night and i went a different night like this wouldn't Right. Mm-hmm. None of this so, around here. My kid wouldn't be here. We'd Dude, be I'd in talk. some stranger's back house yeah, doing a podcast. Getting a sandblast. Yeah. So you. <laughs> hey, Hello. Uh, so wait. So real quick, because okay. I. So you went out and hung out with him and then you oh, met her and through then met, that. Well, apparently he was setting me up. I didn't realize oh, I was being set up. Uh, she knew. I didn't know. A cute. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So it's so weird how like, you know, you're like. And I literally driving down there to his house. I got lost. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to fuck this. I'm just going to go home. So I called him. He's like, no, no, you're just two blocks away. Come on over. I'm like, all right. (laughs) And then uh, I saw her and she took my breath away and I fell suddenly in love with her. Been with her ever since. What a fun story. That's a great story. That's similar to what Bob Marty. It's similar to ours. I have a lot of sex tapes with her. Yeah. Good. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) Please keep them to yourself. (laughs) My wife is so afraid of anything being leaked or it's like she won't eat like I can't even get a picture of her in a bathing suit she's just like <laughs> it's a me. powerful thing that internet oh, I yeah, don't man. disagree no yeah. I agree I, there's already Eesh. so many naked pictures of me there I wish I could take down me too they keep popping up on my feed yeah. <laughs> it's another Murray dick pic yeah, Jesus well. get in the pool I have a picture of there's a picture of me it's not a great picture uh, of me naked doing stand up uh, I was covering up my my, my penis uh, with my hand, but uh, just takes one hand. And and just there was just this like grainy like Bigfoot picture of it. Oh really? Yeah. I lo- and I'm just like, okay, that's cool to be out there. That needs to be your album cover. Right. And then, but then one time, and I wish I remembered the right. guy because the guy wrote me. He goes, "Hey, I got picture," and it was like the best camera ever. And I'm just like. Just please get rid of those. I was just like, I felt so gross. But now I'm like, who took those pictures? I need them again. All right, hold on. How are you? Did you end up doing stand up naked? I did it a few times. It was the old little gag I used to do. Okay. And like when the Lakeshore Theater closed, which was this like legendary theater in Chicago, I did it that night, uh, like the, the closing night. And then um, this, and this goes into when we started. Uh, dating or whatever yeah. or talking or whatever yeah. uh we were doing you moved a show that one hand and you showed her what's up and well no no uh, thank you no, no. thank you we would not be here but anyway <laughs> but anyway uh she she was in town for new year's eve and she did this show we did a new year's eve show and uh i was going up towards the end so i was already i was already drunk and i was like wouldn't it be funny if i went out naked and i was just backstage with my friend and he's like that's 
he goes, oh yeah, and then he turned around and I was already like disrobed, <laughs> and I went you were out. Asking him that as you're taking. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you still had your Is shoes it? and socks. But I kept on. my shoes and socks on for comedy purposes, yes, yes. and uh, and went out there and just did my set, and then uh, and her whole family was there. <laughs> really? Uh, in the front. In the front. Oh yes. And then he was holding his. Shit. I was holding it in. Yeah, okay. holding it in. And uh, what was your, your you come out and you go, I think I'm in the wrong place. I don't know. Or something like that. And I just kept being like, I'm just a guy <laughs> who wants to do my jokes. Just please give me the respect. I'd, like, just let me get this done with. Uh, and then it's the funny, like when you turn around, you got your butt, you know, like, oh, drop my set list or whatever. And then you walk away. And then uh, were you saying like you, you told your family so, like, I'm, I'm, OK, good. Oh, well, so while this was happening, so this is at a place called the Lincoln Lodge. Sure. And originally it was in a venue that was a Lincoln restaurant. It was Lincoln restaurant. And like there was a pancake house. Yeah. So the comics all stood back while all the seating was there. So it was like a couple steps up and all the comics kind of hung out in the back. Right, right. So he came out and he did the thing and I was just like, and mind you, I had just, got, I, I was with Allison Breen in Japan. Like, this name oh, keeps coming up. Yeah. So I must call her. This right. is like a sign I should go to dinner with her. People so, are not going to believe we're not sleeping together. I know. Right? Thanks a lot. Well, yeah. Well, Allie and I are sleeping together. All so right. if you could just back up on that rumor. <laughs> could you um, just move a little bit to the left <laughs> in front of the blinking Pink Floyd light? Uh, she's not here. Um, but Allie. Or is she? Allie. Like, come on <laughs> in. But she and I just uh, went to Japan to do a tour for the Marines. And we had not, we kind of knew each other, but not really. So we became friends. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of funny because we were both kind of boy talking and stuff. And we were both not really attached. And I was just like over it. And I was very jet lagged by the time I got to Chicago because my time change, like I had landed sure. on the 22nd in L.A., slept maybe packed got on a plane on the 23rd to go home to mm -hmm. chicago so i was like i'm gonna have a meltdown like a seven-year-old at some <laughs> point so when i got to the show on new year's eve you know everyone's like marty's being a com every all the comics are walking in they're like one lining each other and i'm just like fuck off and i like went to the other <laughs> Too room cool for school <laughs> i just i was like i don't know what happened you know when you get to yeah, the yeah. stage where you're like i just don't even want to play the game today yeah, like know. i'm just yeah. gonna go write a set whatever and so then we started talking and he we were standing at the bar and he busted something where he was like, yeah, my mom died. He said something. He, it was oh, a, we the were old both, mom died pickup line. No, oh. well, well, he's like, do you want something to drink? I was like, no, I'm cool. And then one line he said, he goes, trying to be funny, like to one up. I'm like, I'm really tired. He's like, yeah, my mom died. Like, <laughs> so Christmas is hard. And I go, yeah, my dad's dead. So I get it. So like, I'm like, fuck off. Like kidding around. <laughs> then all of a sudden he's naked on stage and I go, yeah, that leaves a lot to the imagination. And one of his friends, Danny, is like, I'm going to tell him you said that. And I go, go ahead. And that's how we started talking. Yeah. And then her family, it. she told her family that she was hanging out with somebody who did the show. And did they go, anybody? I hope it's not the naked comic. <laughs> awesome. I was like, yep, it is. Yep. And the naked comic came to dinner. Yep. <laughs> that's yeah. great yep. you shook that naked comment thing pretty fast though they brought it up a lot and then it was over hey they got to know the real me <laughs> like not the... just that sad naked clown on stage <laughs> going, doing anything for a cheap laugh yes he were so yep. you guys said you had a, a story together yeah we know. did a show uh, me, again she coughing. was Renee was in town visiting yeah, Chicago, Chicago, yeah. and I was like, I have a show, and she's like, I'll go with you, and it was at the Blue Chip Casino in, I think, like Michigan City, Indiana, hour outside of Chicago. Michigan City, I'm not familiar. I lived in Northern Indiana for a while okay. as a child, but so it's like when you're on the way to to the uh, like uh, uh, Michigan border, 
Okay. It's not too not it's on the way. Sure, sure. So uh we're where we go there and it's the whole like you gotta check in and this and that, like a hotel or a casino show. And then we go in and um now is it a bar and a casino or it a is a bar room? and a casino. Okay. It is a bar uh next to the sports book. So uh, one million TVs, around. right? Like, and it's not like, hey, can we get these? Uh, yeah, can we get can, these can, can we get these five walls of TVs turned off, please? Yeah, I know there's buggy racing going yeah. on in Sarasota, Florida, but we're gonna need those off right there's now. Four point five million in cash moving right yeah, now. But yeah, yeah. Just please, just take those down. And like the guy that. running the show is just like, let's just get through this. I'm, I'm, I'm close to nicest him. guy. Yeah, yeah, Mike, yeah. Mike right? Toomey. Yeah, Mike and he's just like, I hear that dude. Is hilarious. He's great. So funny. He's great. I want to say Jimmy Pardo says he's one of his he, favorite comics. Yeah, in Chicago they came yeah. up together in Chicago okay. and stuff. And um, and he's just like, let's just get through this. Uh, he's like, I don't know who the headliner is. He'll be here in a little bit. And uh, <laughs> I mean, just if and if you've heard people on this show, or if you if you're listening, you've heard us all kind of be like that classic road just piece of shit road guy who right, you're right. just like I need to take a shower after that weekend working with that guy that the, was this guy oh that the, the comic the oh, headliner and, and Mike was like I don't know who this I'm not too familiar with this guy or anything like that I don't know who he is or whatever and um and we're just like okay and then also the show he's like we gotta fill three hours oh. there's three of us uh, I'm like, well, Renee's a comic. He's like, please do a guest spot. Please, please, please. Right. Whatever. Do, do 10, 15, 20. I don't care. Just do some time. Three like, hours? Yeah. They wanted like Toomey didn't book three this, hours did full. No, no, okay, no, 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 no. Say that. no. It's kind of like they rely on him. At yeah. And it was, it's kind of one of those like, you run the show. I'll get them. I'll get some money. You get some money. Book the other comics or whatever. Okay. So he was very happy to have Renee on the show. And then, then this dude rolls in and uh, just in his prop box. Could, I mean, couldn't. <laughs> Couldn't do it. Am I gonna have time to go get my suitcase with my shot glasses and thongs I sell after the show? And just like every every bad, if you were gonna go like, all right, we gotta write up a character for this sitcom of just a piece of garbage road comic, it would be this guy. And shows up. Shot glasses sell though. Shows, yeah, yeah, right. Hey, hey, no hate, no hate, no hate. Shows up and just kind of like, yeah, I'm checking out the place. All right, all right. And I could right away. You're just like, oh boy. But I'm like, you know what? And I and I yeah. Goes right up to Renee. What did he say to you? Well, was he like, was just more like, "My mom died." Yeah, yeah. Was like, hey, that works. Um, see ya. Um, no, he he did that thing that a lot of older guy comics do uh, to women, to female comics, and it was just like, "Oh yeah, where do you where do you live? You live out here?" Like trying to scope if I'm like vulnerable and sad enough to fuck him. <laughs> And I was like, no, I actually live in L.A. And he's like, oh, yeah, when did you start? Like, everything yeah. was like, he thinks Yeah, I lived there for two months in 85. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, I do shows out there. I've done a, I do this, I do that. I've been on TV. I'm like, cool. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I write for MTV. He's like, oh. And, like, the minute you seem like you're employed or, like, you have, like, he's, like, immediately, oh. Then his yeah. posture changes. Right, sure. And now it's like. We should get together in L.A. And I'm like, <laughs> not a chance in hell. <laughs> um, but. I went up before. I went yeah, first, yeah. right? I went up first. I did not have a good set. Yeah. I didn't. A I, crowd? Is there a crowd? Uh, maybe 20 people. Yeah, not a huge crowd, but I did win over a table of girls, mm-hmm. young girls, mm-hmm. uh, which is fine, which just works for me. But like there was just, I just remember seeing like this old couple's table eating dinner. Yeah. Sure. And there were people who were like, wait, what is happening in this oh, bar right yeah. now? And then 
Yeah, I mean, I think they knew there was a show, but I just was like... And for the listeners, this is a casino, yeah. so all the casino sounds that you hear in a casino are... That is a constant sound in a yeah. casino, yeah. even if people aren't winning. Smoking. They keep that going. Right. There's smoking. Oh, smoking, yeah. Ugh. So I have a mediocre set, but I come back up... And Marty's we were kind of sat up at the bar. We ordered food and stuff. Marty's first kind of was like, you said fuck a lot. <laughs> I was like, I usually do that when I don't know what I'm going to say. Right, like, right, but I'm sure. like not feeling it. I right. start to swear over, over time swearing. But then Marty goes up and I think. But before I go up, what did I say to you? I can't remember. I go, this guy's going to fucking hit on you. I was like, oh, I was yeah. like, hey, not not that I need to be like, you re- you need to be ready for this, babe. No, Here's what's going to happen. I'm just like, this guy's going to fuck it. Cause I'm, Listen, cause, honey, I'm a veteran. Because again, I'm like <laughs> hearing him talk to everybody. Sure. And I'm just like, oh, enjoy this. Because while I'm up there, this guy will hit on oh, you. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's going to be a, yeah, and he did. But I was like, I'm trying to listen to the, <laughs> trying to listen to him to stand up. Because the thing is too, is that what I really don't like and what I like to keep Separate is the relationship stuff. When you're doing gigs and shows together, we're not a couple. We're comics. Sure. We're, that is the appropriate way to act. I don't want to be around a fucking comic couple, like, thinking something. Yeah, we're not, like, smooching, like, good set. Now I'm going to go do this. No. If we leave and people go, I don't know, they were dating. We've done our job. Fine. Uh, Yeah, that's good for me. You would never even know. We went through a breakup long distance. We dated for long distance. Long distance. We went through a breakup. We still had to do a show together in Ohio because we were both booked. He was right. opening for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's only because, yeah, he sh- I should have opened for him. No. Yes, the, just because of the room that we did. But we were full-fledged broken up sure. and you would never have guessed because we were like, we're both comics and it's, we're professionals. We're professionals. Hey, good to see you. You're dead to me. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you look like shit. Yeah. Um, and I did not. So I... Uh, <laughs> just kidding. But I uh, I liked to throw and he was going to open for me just because we were rather, we were breaking up and it made me feel powerful. Sure. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so we, he had no idea that we mm. were together. So it wasn't like any of that. But it was just like, shut the fuck mm-hmm. up. Like... Yeah, it was awful. I, I, I'm just surprised I don't hear more from women about that on the road. And I have, oh, yeah. I have a lot of great com- uh, female comics on here. And I'm surprised I don't hear more of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think there's this thing where you don't want to be like that girl who talks about like, I ain't got hit on her. It's like, we're not even, it's not even being hit on anymore. Getting hit on is like going to a bar and a guy's like, hey, what's your name? Which That's getting like hit on. This is like full like... Um, like when a predator seduces, right. you know what I mean? Where they're like, I need to see, they don't even know they're doing it. It's not like people are bad. It's like they're, they are used to a certain cycle of their own mm-hmm. where they're like, all right, this girl, if she's new. Like then. He, well, yeah. Cause, yeah. cause then what happened with this guy? So then he goes up and somehow we did a shot before the show <laughs> maybe. Cause he it knew was while I was up. Well, you were up. I think the bartender was like, you guys want to do a shot or something. Or, or he was like, let's do a shot. So we did it's a shot. A we did a shot yeah. of Jägermeister. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is my favorite shot. Really? I love it. I love it. Really? I've always oh, loved it since I, I was no a, a young a young boy. Yeah. Love it, right? I have no idea you're into date raping. Yeah, so yeah. Cool. <laughs> no, it's, it's oh, just, it's just <laughs> judge me for who I am, not what I drink, right? And I just love Jäger, so we did a shot of Jäger. Yeah. Jäger says, I played Jägermeister ping pong one time. And I didn't play ping pong, and I never drank Jägermeister. Yeah. And I'll never touch that shit again. I just love it. Really? I did yeah. one shot of Jäger on my 21st birthday and was 
hammered. Oh, I just love it. Really? I love it. Good for you. And uh, so we do the shot. I know I like it. I, I, I'm a scotch drinker. I like a guy who knows his sure. drinks, man. Sure. We, <laughs> I we, come from the old school of manhood. <laughs> we, uh, we did our shots, and then he was on stage, and... Um, you know, it's not going well. He's mm-hmm. walking people. This guy, the yeah. hack. Oh yeah, yeah I'm he calling said him the N word twice. Yeah, really? and was kind of like, "Whoa, you guys aren't edgy." And it's like, "No, you just said it in such." A You're not telling. You weren't funny. <laughs> and it was just like so uncomfortable. The bar. We've now now we're forming a bond over how uncomfortable we are with what's going on. So the bartender's like, "Hey man, do you need another shot?" I'm like, "Absolutely." And he gives me a shot, which will come in handy later on in this story. Okay. And then he sends shots over. Like, well, no. Then the guy shots. on stage is like, uh, "Hey Marty, why don't you uh, bring me a shot?" Shot of Jaeger. We'll do a shot of Jaeger together. And he's like, I got it. I got it. I'm like, hey, you know, this is no problem. You got it. I can do this all night long. <laughs> so we do our and shot of Jaeger. And he was driving us home. Yeah. Just oh, okay. it's, you were driving it's, it's Chicago. No. Yeah, I was driving. No, okay. Okay. Was but anyway, <laughs> we do we do our shots. Hack was the headliner. He we do our shots. Uh, and then he goes, let's do it again. And then at this point, I tell the bartender, I'm like, just put like Coke in mine. I'm not, I'm not yeah, yeah. getting hammered. Yeah, yeah. So he puts Coke in mine or whatever. We do a shot. And then I think this happened like two or three times. Uh, and then at one point he's like, give me another shot. I'm like, I'm good. It's all on you. So the waitress <laughs> brings him a shot and might've brought him like a couple more. He got drunk. He's hammered. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. He is hammered. And nobody, nobody's listening. To and him. it's, it is he just, starts to rear, like come Mike, around his Mike, who's running the show is like, we don't, we're good on time now. We're finally good. <laughs> we don't need to be, this is, this does not need to be happening. He's waving his phone and he's doing the like, yeah, yeah, I got your phone, buddy. I got your light, buddy. Like, they oh, want man. him out. Now, the they, front, the people running the actual club within the place, they want him off stage. Right, right. They don't like him. I uh-huh. doubt he'll ever get booked. Well, what's happening is, so then this is all going on, and then finally he's done, and he comes up, like walks past us like, yeah, that's how it's done, bah. kids. Uh, and then goes to the bartender, and he goes, hey, man, do me a favor. Tell him, tell him those were, uh, that was uh, Coca-Cola the whole time. And the guy, the bartender's like, I'm not fucking lying for you. Right. And he's like, come on, man, just do me a salad. Do me a salad. Because then the managers are walking over towards him. He's like, do me a salad. Just because give me a salad. They, they don't want to him. Them. Part of it is he doesn't want to pay for him. Right. The other part is he doesn't want the, those club people, the owners, to know that he's been really getting wasted. Sure, on right. And then so they're just like, hey, you know, we <laughs> we kind of wanted you to leave. You know, why, why are you on stage that long? He's like, oh, I'm so sorry. But then he has to go back to that table of young girls that Renee was talking about. He's got to hit on these girls, right? And, and he, he already struck out with her. Right, right, so right. He, oh, he was going to take one of them was going up with him. Yeah, and yeah. he was like, he was working it with one of these girls. Uh, I think he was doing shots with her too or something. And then it just comes awesome. to a point where he's getting kicked out of the casino. Wow. And we were just sitting there like, holy like shit. Like escorted out. Like wow. escorted. But I want to sell my, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and it was like, am I just this room or the whole, the whole fucking casino? Get the fuck out of here. And he was just like, but I have a room. Or I think it was like, either you go up to your room right now or you're fucking out of here or something Jeez. like that. And he was, was like, awful. can you believe this shit, guys? And we're just like, see you later. We're not on your side. Oh, my God. And it was one of those yeah. things, like I said, where then like he left and the bartender's like, I comped all your food or something like that. Like, he was, <laughs> oh, yeah. we just bonded over right. what a piece of shit this guy I'm gonna was. I'm going to look him up. Oh, and it was just like. We won't say his name, but I'll It was just okay, do you unbelievable. Know his, do you know his name? We could find I it because I, I, I found it the other night. But uh, but just like. As you were prepping for the show. Yeah, I was, I was, oh, I was prepping. I appreciate that. But I was just like, it was one of those where once he leaves, everyone's just like, ooh. That was gross. Yeah, oh, just man. gross. I remember Kyle Kinane and I were up at uh, 
Sacramento doing a show, and the the headliner they put on was just mm-hmm. he wasn't a scumbag, mm-hmm. but he he literally put on the Asian glasses, yeah. With the, oh yeah, with and the I mean eyes and put I in and put in buck teeth, and, sure, you know sure. that kind of stuff. It's, hey, it's you gotta do what you gotta do. Sometimes. It's like and he killed. That's okay. I know. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> I'm like, so upset, you will do it? these shows with these guys, and luckily on this night, this guy did not kill. Right, um, but. There have been other shows I've done where you want to be in the back of the room going like, guys, come on. What, what are, why, why are you laughing at this guy? Oh, yeah. Um, and I, I, it's just one of those things you learn after a while. You're just like, okay, that's, right. that's fine. That's just the way it is. Yeah. And uh, I mean, there's times, too, where you're just like, either it's just like that's someone else's joke. That's just a street joke. Right, sure. Uh, you're wearing, like you said, racist glasses. And <laughs> Holy fuck. I mean, I've seen so many of those things. I have a feeling you know who this guy is. Oh, okay. But okay. you're just like... It's just that's just part of the the journey. Yeah. Are there a lot of uh, casino gigs outside Chicago now? Um, there's a handful of casinos, so yeah. there's always like something will pop up. They're never good. Yeah. They're always just like you're just like in it for the you're just in it for the money, not in for the money, but I mean like it's just like yeah. yeah. And a lot of times too, it's like a Sunday, so you're just like okay, I'll do it. Uh, you I know, hundred dollars on a Sunday. Bucks, yeah. yeah. And. Um, but I, I mean, I've done Three shots some, of Jaeger. Sure, yeah. you get some Jaeger in you. You know what I mean. Drive, <laughs> drive back to Chicago. Precious cargo. Uh, in the car. You know, but <laughs> it's just it, that guy. It's just one of those. Like, luckily, and I've I've never really been like stuck in a comedy condo all weekend with a guy like that. Oh, luckily, I haven't. Yeah, that would be the no. Thank God, I haven't either. That would be the worst. Yeah, because you're just kind of like, oh shit. Because oh. then, especially too, if they're the headliner, you gotta like. Oh fuck! I, you gotta like cart them around sometimes because they have, never have cars because they're always like I don't have a license. Uh. Yeah, that's my, <laughs> that's my favorite are the lies of like why I can't hang out with them after shows sometimes where I'd be like featuring for some like just garbage dude and he'd be like Hey, uh, what do you got? What do you got going on for this? Like, oh, back to Chicago, back to Chicago, <laughs> and then like you see them in the hotel in the morning and you're like, oh, uh, I had a thing with my thing, gotta go. <laughs> you know, go back like, to Chicago tonight and you're yeah, coming yeah, back yeah. for the show oh, tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that, oh, that's another thing too. Yeah, I know I'm going back to Chicago for the week. Uh, <laughs> day and then i'll be back uh every night <coughs> yeah that's awful how uh I've, I've had i've ton of fucking chicago people on this show man there's so many chicago people what's the scene like now because i've had the early on chicago guys mm-hmm. jimmy pardo mike siegel mm-hmm. graham elwood i've had the guys who quote unquote say they started the scene again who John Roy Mick Betancourt oh, okay yeah. fair enough sure okay look at this slide <laughs> I just who? Sure. who whoa yeah. I was just hoping it Cameron wasn't Esposito my said <laughs> she started I was thing. just hoping it wasn't the people I came up with oh, right. who said it because I was like we didn't start it well <laughs> I came later than most of them too like huh. Mike Bride and Mike Holmes yeah because um, I like Camille, the old the old PJ. stories of like when like Pardo and those guys were there and that's where, like, Mike Toomey, again, he's got, like, all these great stories. No. About, and then it's, like, and then the, the Bulls just kind of, like, crushed everything. Oh, really? Because, like, imagine, like, trying to do a show when the Bulls were on their six championship runs. <laughs> <laughs> so that's six years of, right. like, yeah, we're not having a show because everyone is watching the Bulls game. And really? it wasn't just, like, now where people are like, oh, the Bulls or the Blackhawks. It's like, everybody would watch. And really? that put, like, comedy clubs out of business. Really? Yeah. I've never heard that. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, and then Did there's... Did Chicago never have a team? Again... I'm not a sports it's guy. That's all we had. I, I mean, we had the 85 anything. Bears. We had the Bears who were Super Bowl shuffle. consistent, yeah. but you know, but that went down. Right. So then in the 90s, it was just it was just the 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 yeah, Bulls. The Bulls. Really? Because Cubs, nothing obviously. Yeah. Sox, nothing during Sox that time. Won that one time. But that was after the Bulls. Sox but like, but like, uh, so you're saying 
that the Bulls yeah. killed the Chicago comedy scene. Yeah, we it played helped. Michael Jordan. It had a great. It had a great <laughs> part in. I mean, it is it like it in conjunction with like the end of like the the, the comedy boom or whatever. Uh-huh, sure. Okay. Yeah, there were so all it was like these a clubs. Storm sure, of there were comedy booms dying. The yep. Bulls are winning. Yep. And it was just kind of one of those of like only zanies like weathered the storm right. and everybody else. Yeah, because there folded. was a club when I was a little girl. I remember there was a club called the Funny Firm. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, that's uh, legendary. That's the, the where Bill Hicks yeah. had the meltdown. Right. That's Chicago at the Funny Firm. Oh, okay, that's right. Yeah. So and that went out of business in what? The mm-hmm. early 90s? 90s. When I yeah. was a little girl. Yeah. So like. Well, I just. That I was never the thing. Went there. I wasn't. <laughs> I couldn't go in. But with like went with like Renee and like Kinane and all those people. Well, so Kinane is before me. So Kinane and Matt Bronger moved to Los Angeles before me. I moved in 2006 um, to Los Angeles and I was with a group of like Kamel, even though Kamel's still in the class with Kinane. Mm. and Bronger and TJ, but they were still kind of with us in a sure. way where it was like, so yeah, Jocelyn Hughes and... But there were still Brooklyn only like Kaplan. a couple independent shows. Now there's like now a, it's all a over, gazillion. Yeah. yeah, I hear there's a lot of great shows. Mm-hmm. List off a couple of names of the great shows there. Uh, the Well, there was always, not always, but like Lincoln Lodge and uh-huh. uh, Chicago, Chicago Underground. Underground. Those were like the two mainstays. And then uh, me and my buddy started a show called Comedians You Should Know, which, oh, is, right. and, which is we have one out here now. Where? And uh, and that was yeah, and then but it was seemed Genghis like after Cone. that where it seemed Genghis oh Cone. Genghis Cone. Cone. Sorry, yeah yes, that's a cool little yeah. venue sorry I'm mumbling I'm sick my no, no, you're cool. my leg my legs my legs are stuffed as up. you point to your head my legs his legs are yeah stuffed. My ears. and then and then it snap. seemed like not to there say you know. like that's but then after after uh-huh. we started our show there's just like the floodgates were open uh-huh. and then of now there's just like. Eight million shows. Well, the boom of people doing stand up is out of control. Like right. with Twitter, and I, I really blame Twitter. I'm blaming Twitter. Okay. People who are funny in 140 characters now are like, well, I'm a, I'm a comic, so I'm going to go do stand up. Mm-hmm. I mean, have you ever seen someone read their tweets as material? <laughs> yeah. You're just, yeah. I mean, it's painful. Once in a while, sure, but sure. when your whole thing is like, okay, I'm just confused. So I feel like, and in Chicago too, a lot of like, there was a boom of a lot of. Mm-hmm. People mm-hmm. transform transferring from improv to stand yeah. up. I came from improv. Mm-hmm. I'm not knocking it. It's just you know. I think you you either can do both or you can only do one really sure. well. So it's a uh, it really a lot of comics. Like going home, I knew nobody. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you guys are both writing on television show right now, right? I would just we finish. Yeah. Finish? Yeah. Okay. Well, I've been a writer for a long time, so I was writing before Twitter, and yeah. it's starting. Twitter's starting to level out. Like, yes, at, it is. For yeah. a while, it was like, oh, this guy's mm-hmm. hilarious on Twitter. Let's get him in yeah, here, yeah. and then just watched yeah. them just burn. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why he can't write a script. Yeah, and okay. so, and now it's starting to. Well, we've. I mean, out. now it's starting yeah. to level out. Yeah, and I'm sure you've seen too. Just like we have, is like the. Uh, you know the YouTube stars getting shows, mm-hmm. and then the now it's the like Vine stars getting shows, mm-hmm. and I'm sure there'll be the Periscope stars right, getting right. shows. Right. And um, you know, there's always that kind of like oh, this guy. You know what I mean? And it's like if they're funny, it's it's. I just think like like the Twitter thing is a very specific kind of funny, mm-hmm. and the YouTube thing is a very specific kind of funny. Sure. And I'm just kind of like. Uh, if if people are into that, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how well it translates sometimes to just like a. Well, if if they're smart, like I, I was talking to this guy Jack Moore, who he started uh, Modern Day Seinfeld on Twitter, and oh, and, which is great. And and he he gets that, and he but he started out, you know, I think he was a, uh, you know, English major, and started out writing, and then just took off on Twitter, right? And he was telling me how he has to, no, actually 
right. The Twitter yeah. is just something that took yeah. off for me in, right. in every writer's room because he's getting looked down on. Well, it's mm-hmm. like Mike Burns was always a comic. Mm-hmm. He was always really funny and he developed Dad Boner, mm-hmm. which was like just a character within Mike Burns right. that he tweeted very well. And he, you know, that to me is a special, those are special circumstances. Mm-hmm. Those are like a qualified thing. Um, and those obviously exist. But like, you know, for them to have success, like they got noticed because of this niche right. that they put out in a very clever way. Mm-hmm. Like Dane Cook was always, not to go all the way back, but Dane Cook was always a comic. He just utilized MySpace and networked himself so incredibly well. Yeah. And that is how he got noticed. And that's, he had a built-in following. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that big draw now is like if they have this built-in, like if they have over, two million viewers on YouTube, then why wouldn't you put them on TV? Because you're assuming those viewers will translate right. to television, to your network. But it's just, the sometimes thing, it exposes. It's the, it's the thing like everything. If you're just going to talk straight up stand-up or writing or anything, you have to be able to follow up the second time. Mm-hmm. You have to be Correct. able to, oh, you got a killer five minutes, here's your Conan. What else you got? Oh, right. you got a great screenplay? Excellent. What yeah. else you got? Well, I just told I was I just told Renee, look, I, I saw this one comic in Chicago who um, I hadn't seen in a while. And so when I went I went back to visit and I saw him and it, this the, you know what annoys me sometimes is how like comics like sneakily get on shows or whatever. Mm-hmm. And this this comic had gotten on a show uh, at a at a great club in Chicago and was terrible. Mm-hmm. This was a couple years ago. And like seeing him now, I wanted to go. Remember when you did that guest spot a couple years ago? Now you're ready to do that. Right, so you right. fucked yourself by getting in there before you were ready to do that, but because you saw the headliner walking down the street and like begged him for a guest spot. <laughs> and he was right. like, oh, uh, yeah, fine, okay. And right. it's like, you know, then, then it's, but it's like, now you're ready. Then you weren't ready mm-hmm. and you shit the bed. And, you know, some people remember that, some people don't. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that is the big thing, too, that you don't realize when you first start anything. When you first start, when I first started improv or stand up or whatever. I wasn't ready. I have a year in. I'm not ready to go audition for Last Comic Standing right. in Chicago. Yeah. I should not have been asked to go forward. Right, right. Like, but in your brain, you're like, but um, people laugh yeah, when I, I get to, on I'm stage. I've been doing this for two years. Yeah, what you're I, not doing shit. What I think about too is like when I was thinking about some of these road shows I did <laughs> when I was preparing for the show, obviously. Yes. Um, a lot of those shows I'll just Thank think you for about. Preparing, oh, no problem. Or I if I'm or if I'm just like driving around or something and I'll I'll see a place that I did like a one nighter in one right. time and I'm just like, I would love to go back now with the skill set I have now to mm-hmm. handle that better. But right. I mean, sure. but the fact that I went to those places and it was a learning experience like that, I mean, you can definitely learn from that For as well. Sure. Well, yeah. hopefully you learn from it. And there's no right or wrong way to do a lot of these things. But I, but I feel like doing the shitty rooms makes you stronger to do the great rooms. Like the people who just always perform for these great crowds mm-hmm. and they're just like, you know, uh, but then sometimes you'll see them and they'll, they'll, come through when I was like living in Chicago or whatever. And they'll be like, Oh yeah, I'll, I'll do the show. I'm also at the, I'm at Zany's wherever they'll come. And then sometimes if the crowd's not perfect, you just see this like panic of like, Oh, oh, these aren't my people. I don't know what's going, you know, and you're just kind of, there's definitely something to be said too about keeping yourself in a safety net. I think you see a lot of road comics or a lot of comics who have a very specific niche and a very specific audience. And they do so great at the laugh factory, but when you have them go do meltdown or something, Mm -hmm. they, bomb because they don't know how to adapt 
this niche to just doing comedy. But that goes both ways. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Oh, yeah. I, I've yeah. had plenty of meltdowns. Oh, yeah, yeah. Meltdown. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like alternative comedy, going into a club. Yeah, yeah. Or, I just yeah. always, I and I, as, a, as most comics do, like I love watching just a spectacular bomb. Like oh, yes. nothing is better. Oh, yeah. And and But you want to just like almost have like an interview with them afterwards and be like, you're performing for like a, 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 a you know, like you're in a gay bar. Why would you think you know that joke would work your faggot joke yeah yeah like (laughs) on what planet would that work you know what i mean and then it's the same thing too of just like you know your references about you know game of thrones like why would you think these people give a fuck about you know what i mean it's kind of knowing like where you're at and obviously if the joke's good enough maybe it can work no matter what but to me there's just that idea of like like nothing's more to me like more irritating when a Comic sits down and like, oh, they fucking suck. It's like, nah. It's rarely you, you're, I mean, sometimes they, they do suck. Sure, of course. Sometimes they do suck or, or the conditions just aren't cohesive for comedy. But there are just so many times where you're just like, can I really tell you? What, <laughs> like, if I could be honest with you, yeah. can I kind of tell you what you have? And like you just said, yeah, like you're, you're you know, dropping, you know, the N word or the mm. in front of these people and just like, gee, that's not going to work. Yeah. 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 I mean, we just did, I just did a military tour a few weeks ago and we ended, we ended up having to do it in front of 120 year olds. Yeah. Yeah. Four dudes, 40 and plus. Right. And all of a sudden, you know, and it's, you've got to work. You got to go into yes. that tool belt or yeah, into the man. toolbox Oddly, and be those, like, uh, those military shows are less work for me. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. Huh. That's the one thing I will relish being a girl. Yeah. <laughs> you walk, you heard, they, we were in Japan and they heard my voice just do a sound. No, we weren't. We were 29 Palms. And I just did a sound check. It's a lot like Asia. 29 That's very palms. close. <laughs> But they just heard my voice, didn't see me, and they were like hooting and hollering. I was like, I mean, they're going to get totally harassed, or right. they're going to laugh at something. Either way, it was a happy life. medium. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a happy medium. I'm wearing a dress. Um, but yeah, those are, I think that's the thing. It's like the Bringer show is a perfect example. Mm-hmm. And I, I never really ran into Bringer shows till I moved here right. to Los Angeles where like you have to bring 25 of, you have to sell 25 tickets or you have to bring like 10 of your friends. And mm-hmm. at that point you're bringing 10 of your coworkers and your mom and your whoever that is. Cause I've done Bringer shows when sure. I first moved here. Cause I was like stage time, stage time. And yet you see these comics who aren't really, they're just, some people just aren't real they're not stand-up comics, and that's okay. Like, mm-hmm. but when you have fifteen of your closest friends laughing at you, it's this. You're now in a bubble of oh, I did this. Yeah. So when you keep doing just those shows, your ego is going to be inflated because you're going to think, oh no no no, this works. And then you, the minute you branch out, and one friend comes, and it's a real audience, and those jokes don't work anymore because no one gets what you're talking about right. when you say the co- code word down. Comforter, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, down comforter. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Though, like, yeah, and no, it's like, if you don't cry at least once, you're not growing. Right. Like, get it together. Like, get out there. What I've noticed too is, I'll, I'll, like, a lot of the new show. It's like where you start to get like older. Like, oh, these goddamn kids now. Every <laughs> new show is like, I'm gonna do your set. You're gonna do my set, and then right. at the end, we'll roast each other. It's just like, uh, it's all these yeah. like game. It's almost like turning into games, and yeah. it's like. Didn't we do stand up because we didn't want to do like improv games and now we're doing these games and it's all just like it's uh, the third week of uh, September in 2011 or write a jokes about it. And you're just like, the f- why are we doing this? Like 
stand-up isn't hard enough. Right. Let's make it harder let's and let's do a shit. a lot of work and let's do shit. we can only do once. Right, exactly. That's the other thing, too. It's like, we can never do this again. But I've, I've, I just see a lot of stand-up as like... Um, there doesn't there doesn't seem to be like an end game. It's more just kind of like fun. Like instead of mm-hmm. playing trivia, we'll do stand up, mm-hmm. and it's oh, that's totally fine too. If you if you're not like I'm gonna conquer the world or I'm gonna get a job doing this or doing that, it's like I totally have no problem with that. That's mm-hmm. fine, but um, there is kind of just this like a lot of people who are like I'm a stand up, and it's like are you really a stand up <laughs> comedian? Because I don't quite yeah think you are. Yeah. Um, but it's one of those things where it's it's so like. Uh, inclusive yeah. and it's so welcoming and I think like if you're somebody who's like I can't welcoming. play an instrument welcoming I can't yeah I mean maybe in Chicago it was welcoming I think in Chicago it's very welcoming okay. yeah. I feel like when I was doing stand-up in Chicago if you weren't funny get the fuck out <laughs> and I feel like that has changed yeah so much it's in Chicago. very it's kind of like a social circle of like I mean I I think that's what's happening here in town with the, all the alt rooms there I are, agree and it's just like no one's saying like, dude, you've been doing this for a long time and it's just not happening. Right. Like, what are you doing? But they, some people just like to come out and, mm-hmm. you know, tell their same jokes that aren't working, that never worked. And you want to go like, maybe we don't do that joke anymore because right. it's not working. <laughs> I rarely get high and mighty, but those are two things that piss me off. Uh, a, there should be a thing on Facebook that makes you have to prove what you do for a living. Yes. <laughs> because W2s? You saying we got to post W2s? I'm just saying you got to I'm just saying I want to see some right. W2s. If you want if your occupation is stand-up comedian, sure. I want to see if your occupation is stand-up comedian. But Murray, they have the microphone in their hand in their profile picture. And, of and, course they're a stand-up and comedian. comedian in their name. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's Marty DeRosa comedian. Comedian Marty DeRosa. No, comedian. Oh yeah, no, that's No, Marty doesn't have that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what if I did? Oh man. I was um, thinking of you, Dad. I was like, does he have that? I have I have comedy in my uh, in my email name because I I had Marty DeRosa at Gmail and so mm-hmm. I lost the password so like I can never have it back so now I have I to do Marty DeRosa comedy at Gmail. I mean, I better, so better, as a matter of fact, email in and I know we're getting so inside baseball on this show. But that's <laughs> sorry, all right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, but you know it's good to have your name in your email yes. address. I do uh, when appreciate you're putting, when you're putting in for bookings. But I always who's appreciate laugh clown. Who the fuck's laugh that's clown? The, yeah, <laughs> I, I love the like. I have a buddy who his email is like refreshing soda. I'm like, why is it refreshing soda? He's like, I don't know. It's always been refreshing soda. And the other thing that that irks me is I and I again, I, you can call me an asshole if you want. I find it insulting when somebody says, "You know, Marty, your cousin Mike, he should be a comedian." Oh, yeah. And I just find I like I just yeah. got so sick of hearing that, and you, it now just irritates me. And to add on to that a little bit, I I just had a. I just I get sometimes people who I don't know made my coffee at Starbucks or uh-huh. like did something, and they're like. Hey, you, Renee. Mean our, you mean our Starbucks? Our Starbucks. <laughs> well, they're like, hey, Renee, um, I'm starting stand-up. Do you have any advice? And I'm just like, why the fuck are you starting stand-up? Like, you can't even spell my name. You can't even, I didn't see hear you do anything right. that would give you the notion. And I'm just like, I'm like, why do I care? <laughs> like, it's a one-woman show at the end of the day. Go on stage. You're either going to find out if it works or yeah. if it doesn't work. But most, uh, yeah, but I agree. It's like, 
oh, uh, you, she should be doing stand up. She's hilarious. I'm like, God, it's not just a pastime. <laughs> I will tell you a great <laughs> again and again. I, I said we all have our pointless point of view. Sure, I'm an, I'm an I, asshole for feeling that. I want to tell you my. This is one of my favorite road, road stories, and this kind of wraps up the whole or ties into the whole like bad comic thing. Oh, Marty's ending the show. So <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. This is. I wanted to tell this story. I'm Marty DeRosa, comedian. All right. I just wanted to tell you the story because I thought it was a great, it's a great road story. Please do. So I'm doing a show, and uh, uh, the guy running the show is also a comedian, Mm -hmm. but he's not doing the show that week. Um, But show's packed, Mm -hmm. and everyone's doing great. So he's gotta. uh, I gotta do a spot. I gotta do a spot. (laughs) Of course. And uh, I remember like the show was going great. I had a buddy who was hosting it. Just. You could, you know, like when when someone's just hosting the shit out of a show, yeah, yeah. and you're like, this show has no business being this good. <laughs> First person went up, they were great. Next, they were great, and then I'm ready to go up, and he's like, oh, he's gonna do a set. I said, oh, okay, and then he was terrible. Oh no, he right? killed the room. Well, here's what's happening: as he's setting up his jokes, someone in the back of the room is yelling out. Uh, first they're heckling him uh-huh. then they just go into yelling out the punchlines oh okay, like if he's just like hey blah 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 and a guy's like and your car caught on fire and he's like what why who's doing this and he was so upset oh yeah and hurt and uh and just <laughs> kind of like you could see the hurt in him oh, he yeah. was hurt and he was just like well, I don't know why, why, why who's doing this and why like and uh who's doing this and then Hello? and then uh his set is over and the show's over and um i'm in the bathroom and uh or no before i go in the bathroom he goes hey did you did you see who was heckling me during my set and i'm like yeah it's that guy over there in the red shirt and he's like that's the bouncer of this bar <laughs> and i'm like oh fuck and then i'm in the bathroom and he go, i could hear him in the bouncer talking he calls him over he's like what was that he's right. like you and the guy goes I'm sick of it, man. I can't hear your fucking jokes anymore. <laughs> and I'm peeing, and I'm just like, oh, my God. Imagine any insecurity you've ever had as a comic, oh, somebody yeah. coming up to you and just saying, this guy. He went through a breakup with the bouncer. He, this fucking bouncer, this bouncer should be a comedy coach. He's like, let me ask you a question. Is this what you do for a living? Is this your job? And he's like, yeah. And he goes, then have some fucking pride in it, man. He goes, write some new jokes. He wow. goes, I see these other comedians. I'll see them once or twice here. They got different stuff they do. He's like, you're just doing the same bullshit every week. And you're just like, oh, my God. Now I'm afraid to like come out of the bathroom because I'm just like, oh, my God. This is amazing. I hope he's never seen me uh, before. Oh, <laughs> shit. And I mean, but it was just like any insecure thing. This guy, this guy was just like, and then you do. And then he's like, just don't perform. Wow. Maybe this isn't for you. Maybe your job is just putting the show on. And you're just like, holy shit. It was crazy that's amazing and then i walk out and he's like can you believe that guy i'm like yeah i don't know <laughs> you can't even look at him or you're just like yeah yeah i can't, I can't even look at you I right now but uh said. fuck was that guy good uh god damn that guy yeah, i want okay. to go to that guy i'm like do you have any advice for me yeah, like, i know right i'm really trying to get this career off the ground here what do you got for me uh, you here's what you should do yeah i tell you what man i like having i do this comics on safari show and having repeat customers is it's a it's a it's, it's hard. A smack in your ass to write yep. new shit. That's how I feel it about is, the shows yeah. that I run or show night in Chicago. It's like we get repeat customers and they're just like, yeah, I'll come here once or twice a month. It's like, okay, you can't yeah. do the same shit all the time. Yeah. There is, as you get in town, if you ever, there's a, there's one club up north where it's a house MC and that guy rarely has, I'm going to say he rarely has a good set, but he's coming up mm-hmm. with new stuff every, every week, week because he's yeah. got the same and I'm like, you know what? It's gonna it's gonna stick. I mean, mm-hmm. you're a good comic, and that the stuff that's gonna stick, you keep or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and he yeah. knows. He's like, I have to. 
Yeah. He's like, I have to. Yeah. He's like, they're not gonna, they're gonna boo me. They're gonna oh, be yeah. Able, you know? Yeah. And then the other club up there, uh, the owner does the same thing. Mm. I pack that place out for for my show. And uh, he's like, I'm going to go up and it's do five. It's the surfer show, right? Yeah. yeah. He's like, I'm going to go up and do five. Let me get up there. Yeah. He did 15. I get it. He I did get 15. It. And I'm like, it's his club. Well, you know what? To be honest with you, uh, last week at La Jolla, uh, Graham Elwood, I let Graham Elwood close it out. And I'm like, I'm only going to do like 15. Uh-huh. I did like 20, 22. Yeah. And he walks off and he's giving me the, the, mm-hmm. the stretch sign. And I give it back to him. I'm like, it's my show. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it's, addic- it's like such a hard thing for a comic to be like, mm, or like I've always had the. Uh, so and so's not here yet, and you're like, oh, I guess I'll have to go up until they if they're not here, and then they're just like, all right, close up that. Okay, that that comic's done. All right, and then they like walk in the door, and you're like, fuck, they get to go up, and I don't. And you're like, god damn it, uh, wait, waiting for the fallout. Yeah. Yes. All right, uh, guys, thank you so much for coming by today. This thank was fun. Thanks for having yes. us. Thanks for. Uh, uh, we didn't fight. I'm sorry. We didn't fight. That's all right. Sorry. We really. <laughs> hey, you get stupid along, idiot. Though. You stupid. I'm you tired dumb, of you being nice. You dumb idiot. <laughs> Uh, where can we find everybody? Um, Twitter at Nene Gooder. Nene Gooder. And Comedian. Nene I'm Gooder. at Marty DeRosa. At Marty DeRosa. For all your Marty DeRosa and needs. I'll be on Last Comic Standing. Oh, that's right. Coming up. Yeah. I'm assuming one of the handful of girls who didn't cry. Correct. <laughs> okay, good. That is correct. I was working over at uh, Jimmy Fallon while they were taping all those, and I'd go down and check in because everybody was down there. You yeah. Know, all my friends were down there, and... I'm, curi- I'm curious to see what's going to happen. I was in the crowd when she did oh, really? hers. Yeah, and uh, woo, it was it was I'll a wild what. night. Guys, thank you so much for thank coming you. over today. I appreciate Thanks, you Marie. taking a, an hour out of your Sunday or an hour and a half with the drive. Nah, I really appreciate it. And uh, I hope to see you more around town. Marie. You bet. All right, cool. Bye, guys. Thanks a lot. Thanks for listening. Bye. You want to know about life on the road? It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and fees, fights, cancel flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette, <laughs> drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow more, missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone, one big law and order marathon.